Welcome to Career Revisionist with Dr. Grace Lee, dedicated to doers, dreamers, and realists who want more success and satisfaction in their life. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a fulfilling career where it's all about doing work you love and growing your income without sacrificing your values? And here's your host, who loves the smell of fresh print from books and magazines, Dr. Grace Lee. Is it just me or do any of you also have that enjoyment of buying a new book and then say it's a hardcover and then you open it for the first time and then you hear this cackle of the spine of the book opening for the first time and then that fresh print from all those pages that have never been exposed to the air before. You can just smell that aroma of that print from that book and it's just so, it's such a divine feeling. It's the smell of learning on education. Is it just me or do you also have that enjoyment as well? I noticed this really young. I mean, when I was in high school, one of my favorite parts of buying books and buying magazines, especially when they were brand new, and that was my thing. I had to buy them brand new. I wanted to be the first person to open that book, to open that magazine, because it's that fresh scent the fresh print. I didn't like the newspaper smell. I didn't like newspapers. I never read newspapers, but it had to be like a fresh textbook or a fresh book with, you know, gloss paper or something like that with a lot of, you know, images. Textbooks are awesome for that. And I just, I just really enjoyed that, that smell and the sound of new, of new books. And even today I can tell whether or not a book has been used by the smell of it. (laughs) Anyways, that is not the topic. I guarantee that's not the topic of my episode of Career Revisions podcast today. So just on that, let's go into episode 39. So welcome to the next episode of Career Revisionist. This is episode 39. And today I want to talk about the fear of the unknown, how to overcome the fear of the unknown, right? I mean, you can live your life to the fullest potential when you have come face to face with your fear of the unknown. Because on the other side of fear is where opportunity is. On the other side of fear is where happiness and resilience and, and all that all that you want for your career is on the other side of fear. So once you've come face to face with your fears, then you can live and enjoy your fullest potential. So how do you overcome the fears? How do you overcome the fear of the unknown? And that's what I wanted to talk about. So I'm going to give you five things that you can do to conquer those fears. Number one is to look for certainty. And we fear the unknown simply because we can't anticipate the outcome. And it's a fearful thing because, you know, you have to accept the fact that you cannot possibly know the future. But you can identify areas where your assumptions about possible outcomes are unlikely to happen, right? So this is where you look for certainty. When you're experiencing these fears, it's really easy to stack on belief upon belief that things are going to go sideways. You know, like, for example, let's say you had a bad day at work and, you know, it just makes you realize right there that you just hate your job and enough is enough and you just got to change your career now. And if you're in that emotion, it's quite easy to just stack on all these negative beliefs, you know, like, oh, tomorrow's going to be more of this. And, oh, you know, that that colleague just doesn't like me. I know it. Or, you know what? I bet they're talking about me at that water cooler. Or right after that meeting, I saw their snickering. And it's so easy to stack stack negative beliefs and stack them all. And it just makes you feeling worse than, than you began with. However, if you look for some certainty in the path that you're about to take, that will help you embrace uncertainty, 
right? You can do this simply by thinking through what are the most likely outcomes. Just take a step back and look at all the facts of your current situation and just identify patterns that you can use to give yourself some familiarity, right? Because you have, you know, years of experience already in your life in your career, in your job, in your in, in being alive for a certain amount of years, you have experience and you have recognized patterns of what are is likely to happen and what's unlikely to happen. It doesn't mean you have to be right. We're talking about likelihood here. So give yourself some 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 certainty, give yourself some familiarity by separating your emotions from the facts and asking yourself, okay, so I fear this let's say I fear this outcome from happening. What's the likelihood of that actually happening? The thing that I fear the most, what's the likelihood of that happening? And it doesn't mean that you get it right. Say you say you give it you give it 45% of it happening and it actually is 45%. I mean, there's no way that you'll know, of course, because you can't possibly know the future. But giving yourself that, giving yourself that gift of being objective, of having objectivity and know and and giving yourself that assessment of well is it likely is it greater than 50 less than 50% of it happening and if it's less than 50% then you know that you're worrying about things that are unlikely to happen so do i want to spend energy worrying and fearing things are quite unlikely to happen giving your objective assessment of it so number 2 that's that's the first thing so number 2 is to identify the real fear what are you really afraid of? Now, fear of the unknown is really based on something that hasn't happened yet. So in other words, it's really not based on reality, right? It's based on a future expectation, but it hasn't happened yet and you're already fearing it, right? So it isn't a reality, right? If you If something's happening to you right now, like you're walking home in the dark, it's after, you know, it's after, you know, 8pm, you worked overtime, and it's already dark outside. And you're walking to your car. And it's just a couple blocks away. And you're walking with your keys in hand. And you hear someone in the background following you. And the footsteps are getting closer and closer. That is imminent It's happening right now. And that's your reality. So if you start to feel fear that that person is going to, you know, approach you, or that person is going to do something and is actually indeed following you. That is a real, that is based on reality. That face, fear is based on reality because it's actually happening. But if your fear is on the unknown, it hasn't happened yet. You know, your assumption is that, well, it, it will happen. Your assumption is that it can happen. And therefore, that's the fearful part of it. But because it hasn't happened yet, it's not actually your reality. So if you look at it that way, your fear of the unknown is just self-limiting beliefs based on what you think may happen and not on what is your reality, right? So then if you take it back to, well, what exactly is it that you fear? You know, is it the possibility of maybe feeling inadequate, you know, going down this, this path and then not achieving the outcome that you wanted despite your efforts and despite your dedication? Then is it the fear of possibly feeling inadequate or you know, these are just examples. I mean, is it the fear of losing control or losing the support from friends and family? You know, or maybe you've had some negative experience in the past that led you to develop certain thoughts and beliefs. And therefore, the fear is not wanting to go back to into those thoughts and beliefs that remind you a lot about those negative experiences in the past. 
right? Because you know what those the outcomes of the negative, the past experiences were, and you're fearful of reliving it, right? So get real with yourself on what exactly is it that you fear, because it's it's not based on reality. So what is it based on? And dig deeper. So tracing back to how your thoughts and beliefs came about can really help you identify the real fear that's hidden behind your fear of the unknown. And once you identify the real fear, you'll know exactly what you're dealing with. And then it's just about overcoming a definitive fear that clearly developed from a real event. Because if you're trying to deal with a fear of the unknown and it hasn't happened yet, so it's a fear based on something unreal, then it's not a definitive fear. Because how can you deal with it when it hasn't happened yet? So instead, you find out what the fear is really about, and it's going to be a definitive one, and develop, let's say it was really developed from a real event in the past, then you can deal with it because it is a defined moment. So that's that's when you take the, the efforts to unpack it, right? And to dissolve that fear. Number three. Uh, number three is to look for evidence. I mean, when you look for evidence, what you're doing is you're separating the facts from your emotions. And this is a good practice to help you overcome your fear of the unknown, especially because it's not based on reality. So when you're looking for evidence, you're just debunking your own myth. And the myth is the fear of the unknown. So it's an assumption that it's going to happen in your life and you're just so fearful of it happening. So when you're looking for evidence, you're looking for evidence that that's the trajectory that you're going towards. You're looking for evidence that that you are going to be facing your fear as a reality. And when you're looking for evidence, you're debunking that myth, right? So look for evidence that supports your fear of the unknown. Look for examples of where you have successfully coped with uncertainty. The idea here is to really develop this curiosity about your fear and and, and when you do that, you're asking questions of, well, how likely is it happening? Is this the trajectory that I'm going down towards that's going to lead to my greatest fear turning into reality? And have I dealt with a situation like this before? Am I not capable of dealing with it, even if it were to happen? And are there examples where I really did deal with uncertainty before? And that I really was navigating ambiguity in a very effective way. And if you find those examples, you look hard enough, you're going to find them. You'll know that even in this case right now, where there's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of ambiguity ahead of you, you have the capabilities to cope with it. Right? So by shifting your focus from fear to curiosity, it really helps you to overcome your anxiety about it. So number four, number four is to calculate the odds. I mean, your mind can make up a million scenarios about something that could happen, but chances are that it won't happen. And the reason why it does this is because it's trying to protect you, but instead it just makes you fearful. So do some research and do some reading and come up with a way to calculate the odds of your greatest fear happening, especially if you've been stacking all your fears and in so doing, it's just controlling you or paralyzing you, then you definitely want to calculate the odds. I mean, you may not be a numbers person and if that, and if you're not, then that's fine. And it would maybe it's just about looking for evidence and stopping there. But if you need to take it a little bit further and to give yourself more ammunition, then do this extra reading and research and do this quick calculation on what are the odds of it happening. And that's where you take a step back and, and this is you taking a step back and, and, um, and taking a rational approach to identify the odds of your fears coming true. 
and in, from experience, I mean, I've done these thoughts experiences, experiments many times. And as you go through the exercise, you might realize that 99% out of 100, 99 out of 100 fears won't happen. Right? You might realize that. And then you'll quickly realize that you're draining your energy when you focus on them. Right? So try that. Try that experiment. Calculate the odds of it happening and see and experience that fear just dissolve when you realize it's it's extremely unlikely or not all of them like most of them are not going to happen so number five is to focus on what you want to happen and here's the same the saying goes where your attention goes your energy flows and your results will follow i'll say it again where your attention goes your energy flows and your results will follow Okay, so let me illustrate what that means. Let's say you want to achieve success and fulfillment in your career. And as a result of this desire, you you need to get laser focused on what it is you really want and then create a crystal clear vision of where you want to go. Because having a clear result and as a consequence of having a clear result and then you're consistently focusing on it, that will change your behavior. You know, and that will help you to take daily actions that will lead to those results, right? Because where your attention goes, your energy flows and your results will follow. So here's why it works that way. It's because just like a computer, your, your brain has a search function. But the search function inside of your brain is programmed by what you focus on and what you identify with. And there's an area of your brain that is called the reticular activating system the RAS, reticular activating system. And this area of the brain is what does that searching, right? The program that you focus on and that you identify with. It's, it's, it takes place in the RAS part of the brain. And the reticular activating system is the gateway of your conscious thoughts. And it filters the things that you notice from your senses, right? And it's not just about thinking positive. Let me illustrate with you how this works. Let's say, for example, you are... This is like the um, a very common example, but let's say that you are searching for a particular car. Let's say you want a, a navy blue Tesla, and that is what you're that vehicle you're in the market for buying that vehicle. And you've been researching Teslas, and you have never bought an electric car before, but you just are so fascinated by them, and you want your a navy blue Tesla because your mind focuses has been focusing a lot on Tesla you'll notice this synchronicity happening around you in your universe and you'll start to notice more Teslas on the road. And in reality, it's not that all of a sudden a lot of people were buying Teslas. It's not that all of a sudden there was an explosion of Tesla sales. It's just that your brain is focused, has been focused on Teslas. So therefore, it opens the possibility of you noticing them in your, in your universe, in your world. And that is the workings of your reticular activating system. Because what you, where your attention goes, your energy flows, right? So this is, that's how, that's how it works. The filter, it, it's a gateway of your conscious thoughts, right? And it filters the things you notice, right? From, from what you see, from what you smell, from what you, from what you hear, it filters all of them. Whatever you notice through your five senses, your reticular activating system will, will elevate that, right? And that's where your focus is. And it's not just about thinking positive because here's the thing. If you're trying to decide on a career and let's say you're lost and confused about what to do next, it doesn't matter how positive you think you are. You're still going to be lost and confused unless you seek help, right? So this is actually really about 
being clear and definitive about the outcomes you want and focusing on those and then deciding on which actions to take each day to make it happen. You know, so focus on what you want to make happen, right? And it's not just about thinking positive. Thinking positive in and of itself is not going to work. You have to be clear and you have to be definitive about, about the outcomes and then take actions to make it happen, right? So simply just focusing on them, you know, and letting the reticular activating system do its work and bring it to conscious thought isn't enough. You know, your energy has to flow there and you have to, you have to take consistent actions every day towards the outcome that you're focusing on. So just let me give you a summary, five things to overcome your fear of the unknown. The first one was to look for certainty, right? The second one is to identify your real fear, what you're really afraid of. The third one is to look for evidence, separating facts from your emotions. The fourth was to calculate the odds of the, the things that you fear the most happening, right? The greatest fear ha- actually happening in your life. And the fifth is to focus on what you want to happen. Right. So I hope this was helpful in overcoming your fears of the unknown in things that have not happened yet. If you have any further questions, I invite you to visit careerrevisionist.com and there you can see a link to my podcast if you want to subscribe to me. Subscribe to me on iTunes. If you're an Android user, there are links there for you to choose your favorite platform. And you know, in the comments, in the reviews, leave me a review. I appreciate that, but also ask questions. And, you know, often I, I choose questions from my listener and I address those in my next podcast. So thank you for listening to another episode of Career Revisionist and we'll hang out again soon.